Welcome to another episode of Clutch Conversations. It's your boy Mike. We back at you live one more again on the Thursday, Mike, Thursday night. Oh man, can't talk tonight, man. I hope y'all feeling all right, man. I hope y'all talking better than me, but it's going down tonight, man. We got the homie Jason from Ancestral Royal Pythons in the building tonight. So you know it's going down. But first and foremost, man, let's run through a few things. Shout out to my lovely wife, Takar, for holding us down, holding us down just in general, not just the comments, but just in life, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you do. Y'all make sure y'all show some love in the comments, man. Show plenty of love in the comments. Also, make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hook smash that notification bell so you can get notifications each and every time we drop a video. Make sure you go out there and check us out on the audio-only version of the podcast. Clutch Conversations is available on all major podcasting platforms. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So make sure to go out there and check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. And when you're out there, please be sure to follow, rate, and review. It really helps us out. We really appreciate the support. Also, make sure you support US Art and US Art Florida. The link for both organizations is in the description of the video. You know how we do. We always got to show love for US Art and US Art Florida. We need membership. We need donations. We need all the support we can get and give to these organizations. This help protecting our rights as reptile keepers. So definitely make sure you go out there, show some love, show some support. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Also, speaking of appreciating stuff, appreciate the sponsors. We're going to kick this sponsor video. So shout out to the homie Shane. Shout out to the homie Justin. Big dreams start in small towns. Small Town Exotics is a family-ran business that specializes in high-quality ball python morphs, western hog noses, and select leopard geckos. They are proud members of U.S. Art, U.S. Art Florida, and the Orient Society. Stay connected with Small Town Exotics on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Witness their journey as they grow their business and showcase their animals to the world. Thank you, Small Town Exotics, for sponsoring the show. Shout out to the sponsors, man. Make sure y'all go out there and support them. Make sure you follow them on IG. Make sure you follow them on Morph Market. Go through Morph Market, slide through, see what they got. Make sure you show them some kind of support. Again, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Justin. Really appreciate y'all's support. 
Really appreciate y'all having faith and believing in the team. Let's see who we got in the comments. First, the pimp, the homie, Brian, Heathen Hatchery, 352 in the building. What's good, bro? What's good, bro? The homie, Big Wiz, in the building. Again, appreciate you coming out, bro. Got the sponsor in the chat. What's good, Shane? Thanks for coming out, bro. What's good, Balls Exotics? Thanks for coming out, fam. Eric, what's good? What's good? Thanks for coming out, brother. Blakers, Pythons, what's good? Thanks for coming out. The big homie Ray, my favorite reptile podcast. Y'all make sure you go check him out tomorrow at 5. He's got American Made Exotics. So make sure y'all check him out at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The homie doing big things. Thanks for coming out, bro. Big Will, what's good? Will's hella heat in the building. What's good, brother? The Sultan of Support himself. What's good, Bosa? The homie Keys in the building. What's good? Y'all make sure y'all go check out Hair Down Fridays tomorrow night, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for coming out, bro. See who else we got. Rock, what's good, bro? Thanks for coming out. The big homie Matt, what's good, bro? Thanks for coming out. Tammy, what's up? Thanks for coming out. Appreciate the support. Lindsay, what's up? What's up? Thanks for coming out. Appreciate the support. Derek in the building. What's good, bro? Thanks for coming out. Big D's Pythons. My brother, Reggie. What's good, bro? Thanks for coming out, fam. 403 Fauna. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate the support. Sloan, what's good? Thanks for coming out. Y'all make sure y'all check out his podcast as well on Sundays. I think it's every other Sunday. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but thanks for coming out, fam. Mike, what's good? Spicy Noodle Exotics. See who else we got. Unlikely Morphs, thanks for coming out. The homie Kent, what's good, bro? Thanks for coming out. Make sure y'all go check Ken out, too, on Saturdays. And we got Casey. What's good, Casey? Thanks for coming out. Golf's Reptile Creations. We're going to stop it right there. We're going to keep the intro, and then we will be right back. you listen to me i got that flavor i know you're dying to feed i ain't no dancer just got some hip in my feet now throw your hands up Ooh, you bring the lighter i got the fuse you make a fire i'll add the fuel follow my lady just watch the shoes Episode 68, Ancestral Royal Pythons. Wow. What's good, bro? I got horns and everything? Wow. 
<laughs> hey man, peace and love, everybody. Peace and love, brother. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah, man, we got to bring to the stage and style. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm I'm looking at your your sponsored videos. I'm like, yo, he got straight commercials, man. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I was trying to do something a little bit different. Like, I I, I really went like to the different side, like with Armless Angels. I was like, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see if he like it. And he was like, I love it. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Cause I wanted to do something different, bro. Uh, I'm like, Zad, you, you sounded all professional. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta mess with you, man. I gotta mess with you. So how you, how you doing, man? How you doing? I mean, I'm doing good, man. Life is good, no complaints, man. Yes, sir, man. Definitely happy to have you on the show. Man, it's my pleasure. You know, I don't do many uh, shows. <laughs> I feel honored, brother. I feel honored. <laughs> so I remember when I first came across you, like, I think the first time I came across you uh, or came across, like, any of your, like, collection and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you you had sponsored Gershon's video. And so, yeah. like, he, he was, like, showing, like, I think pictures of your animals and you had like a leopard spot nose ultra male or something like that. I was like, wow, that was really kind of like what really kind of like drew me to ultra male even more. That was before I had anything ultra male. And from mm-hmm. that point, like ultra male was just on my radar. So that was like, that was pretty early in like the snake breeding for me. Um, So, but before we get too deep into like your projects and stuff, mm-hmm. you're working on man, uh, do a quick intro and tell us like, like set the foundation for us. Tell us how you got in the game. Well, everybody know I'm Jason from Essential Royal Pythons. You know, just find, trying to find my little lane in this big business. Um, how I got into it, it's funny because, you know, I listen to everybody else's story and, you know, everybody also always talking about, you know, they used to keep reptiles and, you know, used to go herping and stuff like that. Total opposite. Okay. I never kept any reptiles. I was never herping. I grew up in Bronx, New York. And the only thing we had was pigeons and squirrels and stuff like that. So, wasn't thinking about no snakes, no lizards, anything like that. So, <laughs> you know, it's definitely not my background. I think like around, um, it might have been like 2018. Mm-hmm. I, I was somewhere. I don't know where I was at. You know, you have the guys with the big snakes around their neck and, you know, they let people come up and take pictures with those stuff like that. <clears throat> and I was just looking at the guy. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. You know, he has a pet snake. You know, and I was just thinking about, yo, the connection that that man have with that snake and i was like you know that's that's pretty cool you know that you know he knows that animal the animal trusts him he trusts the animal you know he puts it on people something like that so he was like hey you want to hold a snake i was like no nah. i don't want to hold a snake but he's like come here he put the snake around my neck you know and i don't even know what type of snake it was it could have been a bowler i had no clue what it was he put it around my neck you know i was like okay you know you can take it off now and that was it but I think after that, you know, I, I just kept thinking about it. I'm like, yo, that's a pretty cool, you know, pet to have, you know. So I started researching pet snakes, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, at that point, you know, you're looking at the safest snake because, you know, in your head, when you don't understand the animals, you think every snake bites. Yeah, you know, yeah. Every, you know, everything is aggressive. You know, you have, it's more fear-based. Yeah, 100%. You know, so I just started researching pet snakes or what are the, the best pet snakes. That's why I came across ball pipe. You know what I mean? So I'm on like doing like regular Google searches and I see ball python, best pet snakes, or how big they get, you know, females get big in this. I said, okay. So I said, you know, I'll go get me a pet. Well, I did my research first. You know, I think I researched maybe about, might've been like three or four months, just researching, looking at videos, how to keep it, everything. Up until a local pet store. 
And um, I was like, you know, I'm here to, I'm here to buy a ball python. So the guy's like, cool. You know what I mean? And the first draw he opened up was an ultra male. You know, now at this point, I don't know nothing about genetics, nothing. And I was like, yeah, I want something like that. I said, you see how that <laughs> You know, he was like, well, he's, this one's for sale, you know. So, all right. So at that point, I put it up. I put it on layaway. It was like two hundred fifty dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I gave him like fifty bucks to hold it. You know that was that. You know, um, paid it off. But the funny thing was, I didn't, I, I didn't understand how fast they grow. Okay. So, so by the time I went to pick it up, it was, you know, it had some size on it. And, you know, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, wait a minute, is the same snake? <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, it's the same snake. You know? This ain't my snake. <laughs> yeah, like you know. You know, and, and, and that was, you know, that was my, you know, first experience, you know, with an animal, you know, bringing it home. And, you know, I think I went through all the normal fears that people go through. You know what I mean? I had to, and I had it in a tank and, you know, it had the, you know, the highs, the cool side, warm side, all that, you know. Um, I had the fear of taking it out of the tank. You know what I mean? Like once I put it in there, you know, I would feed and stuff like that. But I, was, I always had the fear of taking it out. So I'm going online looking at how do you take the a snake out of the tank? You know, it, you know, I'm naive to everything. You know what I mean? To um, I I came across something that said just do it. You know what I mean? Don't hesitate. Just do it because they can sense your fear. And that was my journey. I went through all that stuff, and that's how I started, man. And nice. I that, that might have been like two, late 2018, early 2019. Okay, okay. And so, how long after that was it before you got additional snakes? Um, after that one, I think I went to. A, a reptile show, and I seen a guy with an all white snake around his neck inside the uh, the expo. I thought like, that's pretty cool. I said, "Oh, you know, what is that?" He was like, "Oh, that's a bell, a blue eye Lucy." I said, like, "I want one of those." So I think I got a bell. Like maybe um maybe a year, no, six months or a year later, I got a bell. Then after that, I got a um a pastel. I think I, I still have it, actually. Um, Pastel pie. Okay. After that. Then after that, I bought a banana head pie. At that point, I started understanding the breeder aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, people are actually breeding. Like, people are making money off of this. Like, really? So, yeah. Okay. So, when you start picking up animals then, like, when you was picking up, like, the uh, pastel pie and the head pie, at that point, you were kind of starting to transition over to that thought process of, hey, I want to breed these and kind of, like, have projects that I work on and stuff like that? Um, yes or no. It was more so, you know, I was still with the eye candy thing. You okay. Know, like, like, this looks good. You know what I mean? I like the way this looks. This is different, you know? So I wasn't really thinking about breeding at that point. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh. But okay. I did kind of understand genetics and stuff like that. So I knew if I if I did breed, this was going to be just for fun, you know, not a business or anything like that. It would just be for fun. Okay. And so what made you flip the switch on that? And say, hey, I want to focus on breeding. I think going to the different shows and the expos, and um, I don't know what really flipped the switch. It was more so watching videos, you know, seeing YouTube videos of different genetics and uh, egg cutting and people hitting stuff and how excited they was. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, I can, I can do that. You know what I mean? So at first it wasn't the whole money aspect of it. It was like, yo, this is exciting. This mm-hmm. is fun. You know what I mean? This is a great hobby. This is something I can do, you know, to keep me occupied. You know what I mean? And then like, I think the the money aspect came later on. Like, oh, wow, people actually make money doing this. 
Gotcha. You know what I mean? I'm like, really? Like, and then I'm like, wait, people making that type of money doing this? It was, I didn't believe it. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this can't be true. So that's how that kind of transitioned that way. Okay. So you just kind of like slowly like worked your way to kind of like the the whole breeding game and whatnot. Yeah, because my thing is this, I knew it take it took patience. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure I had the patience to do it. You know what I mean? I didn't want to go all in. You know what I mean? Because I think if you have the patience to buy a female, grow her up, then breed her, you can do this. A lot of people don't have that patience. So I want to make sure I had that discipline and that patience first. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And so early on, like when you was kind of like getting up to that point, to start breeding were you the only person in your circle that was keeping and you was just kind of like interacting online or did you have other people that you work with to kind of help guide you and like give you advice and stuff like that just somebody to put you on game or something like that um nobody in my circle <laughs> nobody, nobody in my circle no, no no family members no no friends nobody i grew up with nobody you know what i mean i feel you all, all the people i met at the shows um one of the first uh, people I met at the shows was uh, Terrence and Keisha. Oh, nice! You know what I mean? Those are that, that, those are the first people I met at shows. You know, and we and we would talk and hang out stuff like that. You know what I mean? But immediately in my circle, no, no, I didn't even tell nobody. Honestly. Okay. You know, yeah, I'm the same way, somebody, man. They look at you like you're crazy. Like you do what? Keeping <laughs> who? Snakes? What's wrong with you? Because <laughs> it's funny, man. Or it's it's funny and it's sad at the same time because it's like so many miss appreciate it bosa appreciate you appreciate the support so many misconceptions out there and so like people have like this fear already in their head because of so many things they misunderstand you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. about the snakes and reptiles in general but especially yeah. snakes and so like they automatically be turned off i had nobody in my immediate circle um who was into snakes or anything like that that i could like chat with so I, I had i honestly created a new circle you know what i'm saying that that was one of the good things too that's one of the really good things too is just meeting a whole bunch of new people yes. who have uh a like mind and a similar interest of this new hobby that i'm into and somebody who i can grow with and bounce questions off of and just like you know what i'm saying just like really mm-hmm. commune so it's been really dope and it's different also you know um you know how black families are you know what i mean so they hear something like that it's totally alien to them they're not like what snakes like you know <laughs> totally alien Mm-mm. oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent so talk about how how your thought process or how you transitioned over to being ancestral royal pythons and speak about the meaning behind that because i know it's some deep meaning i mean just looking at your logo off top I ain't even got to see the name just looking off the logo like right off the rip i know it's some deep meaning so speak to that well you know i'm a person that always give reverence to my ancestors you know what I mean? Uh, the one that came before us. You know, and um, that's a big part of me. That's a big part of my, you know, spiritual being. You know what I mean? Always, you know, giving blessings for my ancestors. You know, and sometimes, you know, people hear ancestors, they always think about people that passed away. No, ancestors are also your elders in your family. You know what I mean? 100%. Your grandfather, you know, your grandmother, you know, one of your uncles. You know what I mean? So I always give reverence to the elders and the ones that came before me. So that's just a big part of me. So I knew anything I did in my business life, that had to be a part of it. You know what I mean? And of course, the woman, because I feel like, you know, us as men, there's nothing that we can't do without a good woman beside us or behind us. You know what I mean? I think, 100%. I think they make us better. You know what I mean? 
a woman has the ability to breathe life into a man. You know what I mean? They see a potential in us that we don't see in ourselves. 100%. So that's a big part of it, too. So that's why you see, you know, the woman there. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a deep meaning for me, you know, with the yeah, logo and the name and, and everything. That's dope, bro. That's, that's hella dope. Hella dope. Mm-hmm. And so talk about those early projects. You know, like, how did you start building your collection once you kind of flip that switch and say, hey, I want to breathe? Like, talk about how you built your collection early on. All right, so the early projects, because at that point, I had a male ultra male. I had um, pastel pie and I had um, a blue eye Lucy. <laughs> so I had a lot of Mitchie Max stuff, you know, uh-huh. but I knew I really liked the ultra male gene. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, I have a, so, I, so oh, what I did was I bought a banana head pie since I had a pastel pie. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, well, I can put those together, you know, pie, head pie, so that process. Um, I still didn't get the concept of how long it takes a female to grow and give you eggs. You know what I mean? So I'm buying males and buying females at the same time, not knowing, like, you know, wait on a male. You know, in the beginning, you, you know none of that. Gotcha. You know I mean? So I was making those type of mistakes. Um, as far as that like ultra male, male, I never even bred that ultra male male. Never. Oh, word? No. I still have them. I never bred them. But I started getting other pieces, you know, of the Ultra Male project. You know what I mean? Like getting hats and stuff like that. And I think like my my first real season breeding, because the first time I bred, you know, I just bred the banana to a normal. You know, I didn't want to do anything serious because I was like, let me make sure I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Let me make sure, you know, I can incubate this right. Let me make sure, like, I, I want everything to be right before I started doing real projects. You know what I mean? Even though that's a project, but still, you know, I don't want to do anything in my head higher up than that in case I mess up. So I did a banana to a normal incubation went fine. Everything went good. It was perfect. Had a bunch of normals and two bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, and I, I was able to sell everything, so it wasn't the issue. Um, so I said, like, "All right, cool. Now I can really do a project." And I think my first real project is when I hit that hit the, at the time it was the world's first. When I had the spot nose, leopard, uh, inchy, pastel, ocean bell. Okay. Know, like right out, right out the box. You know what I mean? So when I did that, I was like, you know what? Okay. I think I, I think I'm on to something. You know what I mean? So I started just doing everything ocean bells, ocean bell, ocean bell, ocean bell, ocean bell. You know what I mean? So that's how I, that's how I started. You know what I mean? I was like, which is not good because I kind of had blinders on to everything else. And wasn't like spreading out my projects, you know what I mean? So that's pretty much how I started at first. But I think the biggest thing was switching from a collector mm-hmm. mindset to a hobbyist mindset to a breeder's mindset. Because you know, at one time, you know, you, you go to a, an expo or a show and you look at an animal, you're like, oh, that's cool to me about this animal, but. I have the ingredients at home to make that animal. You know what I mean? So I never, I never, it took me a while to click into the breeder aspect and get out of the collector and hobby aspect of it. You know what I mean? So I had to start saying like, yo, why are you buying that when you can create that? You know what I mean? So that was a transition in itself by, you know, on its own. 100%, 100%. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And mm-hmm. so let's talk about your Ultimate Projects for a little bit. So mm-hmm. 
which route are you trying to take ultimately? Like what you're working with now and let's, what's some long-term plans that you don't mind sharing in terms of where you're trying to take the ultimate project. Okay. Well, this season, um, I should be hitting some multi combo, uh, ultimate clowns. So I'm, I'm doing that. Um, some blackhead ultimate pies, like black okay. actually ultimate pies. That's we hitting this season. I'm doing that. Um, I'm working on a hurricane ultimate clown. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm working on that as far as Ultramel go. And so you I'm got a shot of, at hitting the double visual this year? Yeah. Nice. And I'm probably going to do um, Ultramel Sunset. Ooh. You know, just 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 to see. You know what I mean? It's, you know. Because you have Sunset yet? Also, excuse me? You have Sunset yet? Yeah. Nice. I'm, nice. I'm a, I'm a breed a female. Okay. Nice. Um, because you know, some projects I do, you know, because not that I love the project, but I know there's other people working the project and they probably can use some of the ingredients and the pieces I put together because sometimes I want to use projects like that to fund other projects I'm really into. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I'm also really right now, I'm excited about puzzle. Like as much as, as much as I love Ultramail, I'm super excited about puzzle right now. Are you working with Puzzle yet? Yes. Okay. So yes, what all recesses yes. are you working with? Um, Clown, Pie, Ultramail, Puzzle, Desert Ghost, um, what else? Uh, Lavender Albino. Uh, anything else I'm missing? I think that may be it as far as recesses go. Oh, sunset. Yeah. And so you say you work in terms of like double recessives. You got you gonna work sunset, ultra male. I know you, ultra male clown. Mm-hmm. What else did you say? Uh, ultra male. I'm, I'm also, yeah, I'm also trying to do um, hypo puzzle stuff. Well, really, I'm, I'm really, really, I'm doing hypo DG puzzle stuff. That's okay, what, nice. That's what I'm excited about. Nice, nice. That's what, I'm very excited about those projects there. Yeah, yeah. That that's a nice that's a nice project. Like 100. percent yeah, it's like I don't know, puzzle like puzzle and hypo. I just love it. Then with DG, I mean I'm excited, I'm excited about that. You know. Yeah, I wasn't even like big on puzzle until probably like the last three months or so, three, three, four months, something like that. Like I just yeah. been seeing more and more stuff that, that, that catches my eye. But I'm trying to like for at least for right now, like kind of chill on bringing mm-hmm. in more recessives because I got mm-hmm. what five, six or something right now. And yeah. so Obviously, the more recessive you work, because I like I want to like I don't want to just like work the project, like I want to work the project, you know what I mean? And so like I don't want to like just kind of like dibble dabble in a and spread myself too thin. Like I want to have the animals that I need and be able to like put the resources and the time and like just just all that to go into like really, really like leveraging the project as much as I can do. And so that takes space. And so I'm trying it to like does. keep myself from getting into more recessive projects because instead of like putting resources towards that like space money and stuff like that time and all that like i could really just focus on what i'm doing and so mm-hmm. i'm trying to like not get into any more recessive but it's hard man because there's hard. a lot of stuff out there that i like let it's me tell lot. you it's, it's, it's hard to stay focused and sometimes you gotta have discipline because i go through the same thing i'm like wow look at redhead that's pretty cool like yeah wow. <laughs> like, like, like look at look at lace that's pretty dope you know what I mean? And I and I have to like stop, 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 stop. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, man. Like, um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's a constant struggle, man. Like, I'm I'm just like that, man. I'll see someone like, yeah, I need that. I really need it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, and also you want to also try to kind of get away from what everybody is doing. Exactly. You know I mean? And it seems like right now everybody is doing DG clowns. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, everybody I'm doing DG clowns too. I'm gonna continue doing it, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's a lot of people doing it. There's a lot of people work working that project. I'm, I'm working it as well. Don't get me wrong. I should, you know, I should be hitting some GG clowns this season as well. You know, but um, also what I'm trying to do is I have pastel in a lot of my DG stuff. Okay. So I'm trying to get pastel out of it right now. Gotcha. Even though pastel and DG work well together, you know, what I mean, a lot of people just don't want pastel in a GG stuff. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not a pastel hater. I do like pastel and I do think it looks well in like certain combos, but mm -hmm. I am trying to like actively limit the pastel that I got. Like yeah. I don't want pastel in any males. Like I won't do that again. I got mm -hmm. one male right now that has pastel. I won't do that again. Mm -hmm. um, if I have pastel, it's going to be on the female side. Uh, but I do want to like limit pastel because like I said, it looks good in some combos, but then it's others that I don't like the way it looks. Like for example, I don't like when the clown head get all whited out and yes. <laughs> i work clown so much in the projects that's a real problem for me if the the head whited out like that's just a real problem for me yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> they, they look they look pretty but like because i'm like my dg clown like the head is i have i have a killer dg clown so the head is totally white gotcha totally white so it's like yeah i, I understand what you're saying but, it's but still yeah a clown, but and i forgot who it was though they was like, I got the best pastel you've ever seen. And they start showing some of their stuff and it was it was insane. And I was like, wow. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot who it was. Like I saw it on the IG live, I want to say. And mm -hmm. um, it looked pretty nice. I forget who it was. But um, yeah, I'm the same way, man. I'm gonna not pick up any more pastel if I can help it. I will pick up some if it's really, really nice, but it's definitely gonna be on the female side. But I'm not a pastel hater by any stretch, it's just nah, it doesn't work. It it just doesn't work as well with the projects that I'm working for what I'm wanting to see, and so I'm just yeah. trying to limit it. And it's some and it's some things it, it makes it hard to ID, like especially when you put pastel with chocolate. Sometimes it's really hard to ID that. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that before, but yeah, I haven't had to ID pastel with chocolate. What does it make it hard to ID? Like just the fact that chocolate is in there. Or if, or if pastels in there, you know what I mean. Unless you have an example of chocolate that it really shows, mm -hmm. it's, it's really it's really hard to tell. Okay. You okay. Tell. Okay. You know, I have a, yeah, because a couple of my holdbacks, like oh, this guy right here, my little guy. I know you can hit so you want this one. So this supposed to be, this is a pastel chocolate, you know what I mean? Allegedly, <laughs> double head <laughs> DG pie. Said pastel chocolate DG head pie. No double head DG pie. Oh, double head DG pie. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So sometimes the, the chocolate is really, really, really hard to tell. Yeah, because it's kind of faded out. Yeah, it's harder to see it. I can I can I can see why that would be harder to identify. Yeah, and then others, you know, I mean, some chocolate is just so like this one I can tell. 
Yeah, that's clear. Yeah, this this one I can definitely tell. This is double head DG pot as well. It's clean too. Yeah, this is this is. That's a female. Oh, uh, this one's a male. Okay. The first one was a female. Yeah, that's nice, bro. All right, so I got some. I wanted to chat with you like about like networking and building relationships too, man. And you you spoke on it and touched on it earlier when you was talking about uh, linking up with keys. That was like one of the first people you know. But oh, yeah. kind of talk about like your approach with like networking, uh, building relationships, and kind of like why you value that. I think it's I think it's important in this industry that we're in. You know, what I mean, to network with people, make friends, and stuff like that. But honestly, it's easy because everybody likes to geek out and talk about snakes. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not hard to do. You know what I mean? And you have a lot of cool people in the industry that want to help you out, want to see you make it. You know what I mean? That's one of the things I love about Terrence. Like, he wants to help everybody. You 100%. Know what I mean? He wants to see everybody make it. He wants to see everybody do good. He pushes everyone. Like, I love that. You know what I mean? So he's really, I'm really tight with him. You know what I mean? My man Ray Blade. Another yes, one. Sir. You know what I mean? Uh, Reggie always been cool from day one. You know, what I mean, I, there's been times that I call Reggie asking for advice. 100%. You know, what I mean, Emilio, another one. Like, and so it's, it's not really hard, you know, to make friends in this industry. You know, what I mean, and it's very important because you know, I think your network is your net worth. So you really need, you know, people to help you and push you and promote you. And at the end of the day, like we're one big family. That's how I look at it. Yeah, you know, 100. We're one big family. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's important, too. And you you hit the nail on the head when you said your network is your net worth. Um, and it's not just like your financial network. You know what I'm saying? Like it's other mm-hmm. things you need. It's just like support you need. Like you making like true, true friends. You know what I'm saying? Who you could talk to about stuff outside of reptiles. Like I linked up with people who we kind of linked up just talking about reptiles. But then it just moved. It transcended reptiles. And it's like other things we talk about on a, on a daily basis. That's just not even necessarily reptile related. Right. So you just like making true friends. It's, it's pretty cool, man. I really enjoy it. You're right. Oh, and Dell in the comment. You actually you're absolutely right. It is a super pastel uh, chocolate. <laughs> that female. Got to see. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's right. It is super pastel. Gotcha. So um, in terms of like sales, like how's that looking for you right now? Um, Right now, I'm really selective by what I'm breeding. You know what I mean? Very, very selective. Um, I'm building hets right now and I'm just, I'm building them from projects. Like honestly, I'm, I'm my mindset is in 2025. I know that That'd might be crazy. It does. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my mindset is, um, is in 2025 you know what i mean um but right now i'm just making stuff that i need this ingredients that i need and like the residuals from that you know i, I sell it off um i really have no problem with selling anything off you know people say you know we're in a recession and stuff like that and i think they're basing that on covid you know what i mean because during covid you put something on moth market it was going just like this you know what i mean and the fact that it's not doing that now, they're like, everybody's like, oh my God, we're in a, in a great recession. But honestly, um, people are still selling animals. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of things I look at on moth market, you know, and I put in my saved animals, you know, and you know how you put some of your saved animals and you wait, you go back and look again. 
and it's either say sold or it's, on hold. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm looking at some and some of these animals I'm looking at, you know, that thing about pulling the trigger on, you know, these are higher end animals. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dang, somebody bought that? Like, dang, it just sold. You know what I mean? So things are moving. I just think the quality of animals that's moving is different now. You know what I mean? You have more people buying more investment type animals. You know what I mean? Than the pet quality animals. Hell, look, the, the desert was it the sunset clown sold a couple weeks ago. That was up there for 50 grand. You know what I mean? So things are selling. You know what I mean? But just not everything is selling. So I think yeah. people really really need to be selected by the projects, you know, that they're into. You know what I mean? Of course, breed what you like and breed what you love. But from a business aspect, you have to be selective about what you breed. You know what I mean? If you're doing this as a... And I think you hit the nail on the head and it actually goes back to that patience aspect, right? You said, mm -hmm. I'm already, mentally, I'm already in 2025. And I think, like, to be successful long-term, that's where you got to be. Like, you got to be building for the future. You got to be thinking ahead. You got to be planning for the future. And, like, right now is, in my opinion, a great time to set yourself up for the next time, like the market get hot or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like if you build it now, you planning, you know what I'm saying? You got your head down, like you plugging away at your project, plugging away at your project, you know what I'm saying? You look up and your collection will have like just completely changed, you know what I'm saying? It's like other things you can work on. So that's like where we've been at, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? In terms of just really like planning for the future and just kind of getting ready and position ourselves and reposition ourselves in the collection in a lot of, in a lot of different ways. Right. Cause yeah. initially I did essentially that same thing. Like when I was picking up stuff, I was just picking up stuff just based off eye candy. Right. So, Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'll just, I'll pick that up mm -hmm. just to pick it up and not really having a plan for like, I want to breed, I wasn't thinking in terms of like long-term projects and, and just kind of how things would fit together over time and how to best position myself for the future. But mm -hmm. I mean, you live and you learn, right? And so exactly. as you learn more, you start changing the way you do, or at least you should start changing what you do and, and shifting towards like a better, better strategy and then executing using better tactics. And so like, that's where we're at right now. And so like in 2020, I'm so excited because like 2023, we got, three clutches on the ground right now mm -hmm. we got a lot cooking like inside the girls but i'm yeah. already like just super stoked about 2024 super stoked about 2025 and just where <laughs> we're gonna be you know what i'm saying like when all yeah, that you happens, like, <laughs> yeah and, and i'm having actually a, a super late season you know what i mean but my season normally don't start to like july anyway that's when my girls start you know laying like around okay july. you know what i mean but also last year you know i was in the process of moving so a lot of my females reabsorbed you know what I mean? Which sucked. Dang. Oh yeah. A lot of our lot of results. So that that kind of sucked, you know, and uh put me back a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. If you had to put a rate on it, how many would you say went? Like 50% went, 60, 40? During me moving? Yeah, when you move. <laughs> like 30%. Oh wow. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. Was bad. You know what I mean? It was like moving a collection is not easy. I listen, I feel bad for anybody that's moving. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. You know what I mean? That's it's, what it's I heard, not, man. You know wow. I mean? but, but by July is a lot of my girls will be, you know, going. I'm excited. I'm excited about my ultimate clown girl. She's nesting right now. So nice, nice. Yeah, yeah mine. Oh, she already mine go real late too, for whatever reason. 
like that's just how it's been like mm -hmm. this will be our third year having clutches so the first year i had one clutch and that girl laid in august like actually she laid like daytona weekend that year that was 2021 okay. mm -hmm. 2022 the first girl laid probably so she had so she laid in may and it hatched in july mm -hmm. And then like I had clutches after that. And the last clutch that was in the incubator, I had a one egg clutch that was in the incubator and that one egg went bad, but that was in January of this year. So it was like carryover for 2022. Okay. And like I said, now we got three uh, clutches on the ground right now. And one of them, it'll be day 57 a week from now. So we're on day 50 right now. So, okay. Yeah. So what what, so, uh, what project are you most excited about this season? Uh, DG Clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> DG Clown, um, DG Clown Pie, and maybe if the ice gods shine down upon us, uh, some DG Hypo Clown stuff. But it doesn't Ooh. look like um, my best girls for that is gonna go. Like, I got mm. a girl, she's I think she had like seven right now, and so maybe she'll go late. If she go late, that'll be fine. I'm, I'm cool with that, and mm. then. I got some shots at some some nice doublehead ultra male clown stuff. So looking nice. uh looking forward to that as well. Uh but yeah, definitely um my I got an inchy leopard yellow belly DG head clown male who mm. been putting in some good work. And okay. he just man, he a he a soldier, bro. Like he he's put on 200 pounds, maybe mm. not pounds, not pounds. <laughs> like I, he a soldier, bro, for real. Like, <laughs> grown man. <laughs> You sure that's a bull pipe that you talking about? He like it up with everything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, 200 grams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this season, uh -huh. he went off food like one time for maybe two, maybe three weeks. Hmm. I don't know something about DG right back on it. I have a DG male that's like that. He's like, he's a champ. Like, he's he locks with everything. And he, and he has some good size on him, but he, he locks. You know, he's not, you know, they always say, you know, uh, you don't want your males to get too big because they get lazy. Nah. <laughs> not this one. Uh-uh, stay at it. Yeah, he's been liking, he's been, he been doing good work for me. So we'll, we'll see. I haven't had none of his clutches hit the ground yet. I got a, a girl in there. She probably on, she's probably like 10, maybe two weeks after her pre-lay shed. Uh, mm -hmm. That'll be his first clutch to hit the ground. Okay. So hoping everything goes well with that. And like some of his uh, other clutches will be later this year, but yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what that guy produces. Um, I'm, I'm loving that meal. Like he was, like I said, he's a soldier. Two hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <A> grown man. <laughs> you and your anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> grown man. Um, and he lock. He's been locking good, and, and I'm pairing him. Um, actually, this weekend. Uh, with my clown pie female too, so hopefully I get some um nice visual combos. This double hit DG pie that'll be dope. So yeah. yeah, and I'm also working on Mandarin and my uh, puzzle stuff. Nice, nice. Where'd you pick up your Mandarin from? From TJ, of course. Nice, yeah, yeah. That's what. I, that's what I assume. Yeah, there's, there's nobody else out there I would buy Mandarin from, and this is not no hit, no hit on anybody, nobody else. But to me, his NR Mandarin is is this hands down the best. Oh yeah, oh, hands yeah. down. It's this this something different. Let me see where he at. See, this is feeding day, so everybody's looking for food right now. So everybody's trying to tag me. <laughs> it's uh, Mandarin hypo. Nice. 
Yeah, that's clean, man. Look at that. So what plans you got for that? Um, he's going to two of my puzzle females. Puzzle? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm trying to do a hypo puzzle, but I want to get um, Mandarin in as well. Okay. Then I have an, uh, another puzzle male that's going to um, DG uh, hypo females. So then I can run both of those together. So they have the, uh, the Mandarin puzzle DG hypo. That's gonna be dope, man. Like he's super clean, super clean. Thanks. <laughs> so what do you what would you say are some like key characteristics that make people successful in this industry? Um, I think the key is being open to talk to people. You know what I mean? Like communicate. You know what I mean? I I go to a lot of shows. And I walk to people's tables, and some of them just sitting at their table like this, don't say nothing. And you'll be sitting there looking at looking at their display. They don't say, you know, hey, how you doing? If you need anything, just let me know. They're just like this. I seen guys, that, you know, on their phone, like just like you at their table. You know, it's like, come on. I think I think you have to have an outgoing personality. You know what I mean? You got to be willing to learn. Uh, you definitely have to have patience. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. If you don't have patience, this is not for you. I mean, as far as hobby, business, it's, it's not for you. I think patience is key. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and willing to help. You know what I mean? I think that's the big thing. Like, willing to help new people that comes into this hobby because, you know, you have a lot of guys, they see somebody new, they don't want to answer their basic questions, they don't want to say anything to them. You know, I think the more people that we have in this hobby that's enthused dudes about it, the better it is for everybody. You know what I mean? 100%. So, so you have to have that mindset, of, oh, Lord, let me let me help them out. Let me answer the questions because, you know, I was that person one time. You know, what I mean, asking questions. I didn't understand genetics, and you know, I remember um, uh, this lady from Family Reptiles. You know, what I mean, she sat there with me and explained everything to me, like, you know, what I mean, what genetics are, and you put uh, recessive and the codom, and she actually took a piece of paper. She was vending out a show, and she actually took nice. a piece of paper and like wrote down and like made boxes and a little diagram, like, okay, this is a recessive and. I saw that paper to this day. I said, I'm going to frame that paper and put it in my snake room. But, you know, but it's, it's things like that that made me like, oh, wow. You know, because, you know, I could look at it. She could look at me and just walked away. Like, eh. You know what I mean? But she made me want to be in this industry. I'm like, wow, everybody is nice and everybody is helpful. So I think that's a key thing. You know what I mean? Willing to help somebody that don't know. You know what I mean? And to me, it's, yeah. no, such thing, it's no such thing as a stupid question. Absolutely. That, that's Absolutely. how I look at it. You know what I mean? If you, have, if you have a question, then it's, there's, there's value in your question. Absolutely. 100%. And then, like, the opposite of what happened with you, like, with her helping you and, like, turning you on more to the hobby, like, the mm -hmm. opposite can happen when you close minded and you don't want to help people. You can turn them off. And like exactly. you said, man, you're turning people away from the hobby. Well, you're turning potential customers away you turning people who gonna do who could have done something really nice once they got the hang of it like you just you're not helping the hobby like at all so why wouldn't exactly. you want why wouldn't you want to progress it i think another thing too is is resilience right you got to yeah. be resilient because you're gonna take some gut punches because like for example in your case moving 30 only 30 percent of your girls going like you could have been like man the same for me the same for me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. 
but you got to have resilience. You got to yeah. be willing, you know what I'm saying, to bounce back and, and stick it through the tough times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be tough times. You know what I mean? You're going to get females that resolve. You know what I mean? You're going to get slugs. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get eggs with deformities. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's part of this business. You know what I mean? It's part of this business. Gotcha. So speaking of slugs, that's a touchy subject for me because <laughs> of the end of my last season. <laughs> Oh my bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. It's not touching because I. Uh, but it was a learning experience, if anything, right? And so, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I changed some stuff that I'm doing this year, and so hopefully that pays dividends, like in terms of my temps. Because I think for me, what caused all the slugs that I had towards the end of the season was temps. Mm-hmm. So, have you had issues with like a whole bunch of slugs? And if so, were you able to isolate what the issue was and and fix it? Knock on wood, I haven't. I haven't had an issue with. Slug. I may have gotten maybe one slug, and that's it. You know oh, I mean? nice. That's what's up, bro. You know, I'm the type like once I put <clears throat> the eggs in the incubator, I'm not messing with them. I'm not peeking at nothing. I'm not looking. At, I'm not. If I don't have to open the incubator door, I'm not opening it. I leave it alone. Maybe like uh, a week before they're supposed to pip, you know, I, I'll take the shrink wrap paper off of it. You know what I mean? Just just some moisture out and let it breathe and then put it back in the incubator. Yeah, Billy call it burping it. Burp- <laughs> yeah, That's so, what he it. <laughs> so I'll be burping the hell out of them. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know? But I, I leave it alone. You know what I mean? I just leave it alone. <laughs> That's it. Burping it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Billy was come up with something like that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta take it out. Take the wrap off it and burp it. And burp then just put it back in there and leave it alone. Hey, man. Listen. Whatever turns them on, I ain't going to say is <laughs> <laughs> Hey, judgment-free zone, man. <laughs> yes, sir. But, yeah, so um, what are your temps like? Like, how are you keeping your um your snakes in terms of temperature? Incubator, um, as you would say, at 89. Okay. You know, right now my temps is on 89, 90. You know, okay. I mean? I, I'm not somebody that play with my temps. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm only keep away, keep away. It is. Um, I usually try to uh, adjust the temperature in the room. You know, because I'm, you know, we're in Florida, so you know, it, it get hot, it get humid. You know, what it I mean, does. so I just try to make sure you know I have air circulating stuff like that. You know, gotcha. I'm kind of old school with it. I don't, I don't, I don't change things. I don't adjust things. It is what it is. My animals, I do things based on the animals. If the animals react positive to what I'm doing, then it's it's, it's their show. It's what they want. You know what I mean? It's not about what I want, how I feel, why I think. You know what I mean? If they're happy and they're eating and they're responding, and you know, you know, the, sh- the sheds are perfect. That's it. You know gotcha. what I mean? That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's off the animals. As far as like the temps go, I don't I don't adjust mine either per se. Mm-hmm. Like I did drop my temps like overall, mm-hmm. just to kind of try to alleviate that that slug issue. But as far as like dropping it at night or dropping it at a, a specific time of the season and stuff like that, I didn't do I don't do nothing like that, or at least I haven't at this point. Like I just got I just keep it consistent. Uh, he said he look at his eggs every day through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I do that, but I don't open that door, but I'm like I'm like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, definitely don't open that door. I look at that uh thermometer. Mm. I look at that every every time I walk by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every single time, like without fail. 
Oh yeah. It don't matter what time it is. It don't matter if I'm in a hurry. It don't matter if I got all day of looking at it every it's, single it's, it's time. Like, it's like Christmas. It's, it's just like Christmas, man. And, and, and the great part is that feeling never goes away. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like waiting for them to pip, or I don't know if you, I don't know if you're an egg cutter. Do you cut, or do you wait for them to pip? I cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I cut as well. I cut as well. Yeah. I used to wait for one to pip, then cut. You know what I mean? In the beginning, that's what I did. You know what I mean? I wait, I wait for one to pip, then I cut. Now, I'm, then I'm cutting. Like, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, know. I cut, too. I cut. I, I thought about waiting for one to pip before I cut, and I'm, I may have, like, sometimes. Like, there has mm-hmm. been times where they pip before I actually cut. Mm-hmm. And by and large, though, I just go ahead and cut. Like yeah. day fifty seven, like I'm looking at the husband your pro waiting for that green bar to get to the end. <laughs> Shout out to husband your pro, <laughs> that green bar get to the end is oh. <laughs> I'm gonna you, you ain't wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Like it's whoa, it's time, it's time. Yeah, I can't wait. Next Thursday, next Thursday after the show, I'm cutting. <laughs> I know that's right. I know, I know that's right. Yeah, yeah, I be, I be so happy and like anticipating stuff so much and that's another cool thing about it. it's like it's always something to look forward to like yes. you're looking forward to the girls building you're looking forward to them like going through the process and ovulating mm-hmm. and prelay shed and laying and them getting through the whole incubation period and cutting and then waiting for them to get out the air waiting for that first shed waiting to yeah. see if they're gonna take those first meals you waiting to see what sex ratio you're gonna get. It's just it's waiting a, to see what process. it's just so much stuff. Like it's always something to look forward to. No, you, you, you have to you have to love it, man. You know, sometimes I look forward to coming in the snake room. You know, I mean, just uh look at the animals and you know, the cleaning day, you know, I'm just enjoying like watching the animals and I'm cleaning and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it never gets old. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you touched on it a little bit, but let's let's talk about it a, a little bit more. So how do you think the industry is going to evolve, let's say, over the next five to ten years? Like, what's kind of like if you were if you looking at the crystal ball, like what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I think the industry is going to be fine. I think, I think it's going to get stronger. I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to be a lot of earning potential for a lot of people. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be just fine. I think the ball python industry is like any other industry. You know what I mean? If you look at the stock market, you know, there's, there's certain times that the stock market, you know, stocks are low. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel when things like that happen, you have to position yourself. Um, perfect example, during COVID, you know what I mean? Stocks was dirt cheap. Like, you you can get, like, Carnival Cruise, you know, for, like, $2 a share. You know what I mean? Like, everything was so cheap. You know what I mean? Those people who took advantage of that now sitting pretty, you know what I mean? Cause everything shot back up. I think the ball Python is the same way. Like right now things is bubbling low, you know what I mean? So this is time to get into the projects you want to get into, yeah. buy the keys you want to buy, you know what I mean? Stop building the stuff you want to build because then when they get up, you have everything ready. You have what you need. You have your double recessives, your triple recessive. You have your heads, you have everything you want during a time that is going to flourish. Cause it's gonna flourish. Even the real estate market is the same thing. You know what I mean, at a certain point, real estate goes low, and then everything like, oh, my house is not worth anything. I'm losing equity. Then you you look again, and the market is sky high. Interest rates are sky high. So, if come on, life, this is not a new under the sun. You know what I mean? Everything is connected. 
So I feel the ball python industry is the same exact way. You know what I mean? It's going to get back up. I don't see anything happening in the future that's going to um, topple the industry. Um, it's going to take away from what I think we're going, we're going to be fine. Um, of course, people are going to panic. You know what I mean? I say don't panic. You know what I mean? Don't panic. Don't worry. If you if you have to produce less, then produce less. You know what I mean? <clears throat> if you have females that you shouldn't breed and just take a year off, then do that. You know what I mean? Don't put yourself in a position where you know you can't feed the an animal or maintain the an animal. But I say definitely 100%. take advantage of what's going on right now. A hundred percent. It's definitely a buyer's market. Oh yeah, Def- definitely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, do you see any like trends and developments? I know one that we touch on a lot uh, here on the show is like genetic testing. But do you see anything like outside of that that's going to kind of be game changing for the industry? Besides genetic testing, I, I, I don't I don't see how they can outdo that. You know what it's I mean? Unless, yeah, it's, unless, it's dope. Unless they, unless they do something where you can determine the outcome of the sex. You know what I mean? But <laughs> other than that, like I, can't, I hope not. I hope not. To be I honest, man. Either. You know, I, I really hope not. But I, I don't see anything that's beating genetic testing at this point. I just, <laughs> I, just I just want them to do more genes. Like I want them to do desert goats, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on that desert goat test. Well, they got one. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like at 85 percent right now. Okay. So versus the 99, but it's like um, they should pay me for say, saying this. But it's if I'm not mistaken, it's available exclusively through Clutch. Nice. Okay. <laughs> They should pay you for saying that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now. They should pay you for saying that. You said it so eloquently. <laughs> Exclusively. I'm like, damn, I'm not a commercial. <laughs> You're missing your calling, man. You're missing your calling. But yeah, so then they just they just uh released uh yes, yeah, elimination test. I don't know if I understand like the science behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody smarter from smarter than me has to explain that piece of it, but it is an elimination test. Okay. But that was that's only like two, two, three weeks old or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, G Stripe is out there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Pastel and Inchi is out there now. I think that came out like this week, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Okay. So Tommy says negative results are 100 percent. Positive okay. results are okay. not. Are the okay. positive results 85 percent? And that's where the eighty-five percent coming from. Must must be. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. I haven't sent anything out for genetic testing yet. Okay. Okay. No, I, mean, not, not, I not haven't either. I got some sheds in a bag, but I haven't sent anything out. Mm-hmm. But and, yeah, I'm know, definitely. I think mean, mean, genetic, genetic testing is cool, but I, I also still want to the feeling of not knowing. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy that as well. You know, now it's different if it's like a pos head. That's different, but I, I you know, I enjoy the feel of not knowing sometimes. You know? Gotcha. Okay, she said yes. That's the eighty-five percent. So I learned something new. I appreciate you explaining that to me. Yeah, definitely. but I'll probably test some animals for this upcoming season because I got a, a confusion hit Batman mm-hmm. that I put to an ultra male female, and so nice. it'll be pos head clown, and so I want to test some of those. Hopefully. Like any confusion combos, especially like a female, I'm gonna I'm gonna get her tested or get the shed tested. I see you. I see you dabbling a lot of ultra male stuff now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you yeah. keep it on the low. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it on the low. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I've been dibbling and dabbling in the ultramarine world. Yeah. So, so what do you feel about the monarch? I like monarch. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a monarch hater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm an ultramarine guy. I, I I like that better. Uh, it was the first one I was on. I've always liked it better though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a monarch hater. I know some people like either or, but I do appreciate like the stuff that monarch does. But Ultramel is the project that I enjoy. So I feel the same I'm way. Ultramel. No, no, I, I think monarch is great. I think it looks good. It's, it's very clean. I don't know. Sometimes a monarch reminds me of a desert ghost pastel Ultramel, like a plain monarch Ultramel. <laughs> like <a> plain monarch, <laughs> you know. So I have, I have nothing against monarch, but I just I love I love the colors that Ultramel brings. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully, if my mail is right, I should hit that project pretty hot and heavy next season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hopefully, I mean, he's doing good now. He's eating good. He got good size on him. He should be like well above size uh, for next year. Especially like that's kind of like one of the good things about my girls going late mm-hmm. is like I feel like I can get like a, a male early in the season, yeah. and then he'll be ready. Um, and I ain't got I ain't got to worry about it, but yeah. So well, sometimes I plan you get, on hitting that project hot and heavy next year. I mean, yeah, next season. Say what now? I said sometimes get those males started is hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's hard, man. Yeah, they sometimes they're sitting there, sitting in the corner. I'm like, oh man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those. I got. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with him. Like to be honest, like by the t- I feel like by the time this dude is ready, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna need him for the project anymore it's a cypress specter double hit hypo clown but i feel like honestly by the time he's ready i'm not gonna need him for the project anymore like he just he he just he just sit in the corner like he don't want nothing like and it'd be wild too because like the girl like she'd be ready like i could hear like uh wave sway on her tail like she's like going around the tub like sitting it up and all that stuff but like He'll sit right over there. Like, I don't know why she doing all that. Cause I ain't I ain't trying to mess with her. <laughs> I, had a, I had a fire yellow buddy clown. He was just like that. He didn't want to. He did not want to do anything. He'll sit in that corner. Yeah, you know, man. Actually, he just he just started locking. He you just started I mean? locking? Yeah, fire yellow buddy clown. I put him to um my chocolate GHI female. Gotcha. You know I mean? Yeah, because I, I I like the chocolate clown project. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to do some. I'm trying to have some fire. She should lay uh, this soon too, so I can have some uh, fire yellow bellies, GHI chocolate head clowns. Oh, that'll be nice, bro. That'll be yeah. real nice. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't. You know, I don't think I'm a sell. Say again. There's something about that chocolate clown and that thick um, dorsal going down the back. I just like the way they look. Yeah, yeah. I picked up a nice chocolate leopard clown female from from Justin from Armless Angels. Yeah, she's beautiful. She is beautiful. But uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that guy. Like, I don't want to sell him because I I do want Cypress Inspector in the Hypo Clown project. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, bro, you're like you got to do something. You got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, I, I like the Cypress Clown project also. You know what I mean? I think that's a cool that's a cool project. It really is, man. It's really things in there. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's really nice. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the stuff that he produced last year, like um, Cypress Clown stuff. Like, it was mm-hmm. crazy. I picked up a hit girl from him. Uh, she was a Cypress, Red Stripe, Leopard, Yellow Belly, hit Clown female. Like, she mm-hmm. just looked insane. Nice. Like, insane. Like, I, to be honest, I feel like the hit version of that 
probably going to look better than the visual version. Like, no, so, listen, sometimes that is the case. That That is the case. Sometimes it has to look way better. Right, she got this nice, thick dorsal stripe going down the back. Like, you got mm. the cypress and you got the red stripe interacting the way they do, and then the yellow belly making it pop, and then, like, the leopard in there, like, jumbling up, like, with all the other jeans interacting. Like, it just looked crazy. Like, she got this nice head stamp. Like, she is beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Also, like uh, Black Pastel and Cypress Clowns as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like cinnamon? I don't have it in my collection. Um, I do like it. Okay. But I don't, do I, don't you... have, I don't have cinnamon. I don't have vanilla. I got, I think, like two snakes that got vanilla. Mm -hmm. But um, I like it though. I just, I don't have a ton of it. Mm -hmm. No, cinnamon is, is, is nice. But I just don't want too many cold arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, just, I don't want too many. You know, I try to keep it basic with the cold arms. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, boss. So before I let you get out of here, I got some wrap-up questions for you. Oh, here we go. And so I know you've heard them. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> this first one, I'm going to tell you, it, it might be a hard and it might not. Right, okay. so I'll, I'll let you be the judge of that. But like right, thinking I'm gonna, back, I'm gonna tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking back to like the early years, bro, and like fast forward into now, how have you evolved as a person, um, because of the industry, because of the hobby, because of like embarking on this journey? I grew as far as patience go. You know what I mean? Okay. I really, I really learned and developed patience. Um, I think I also grew by like because I'm, I'm an introvert you know what i mean so it forced me not to be that way you know what i mean uh to talk to people more you know what i mean the, you know do things like this you know so the hobby has done that for me you know what i mean i have to say that and i think growth is important you know what i mean because if, you, if you're not growing you're dying you know what i mean and i think uh every day we should do something to better ourselves you know what I mean? To grow, to learn something. I don't care if it's reading a book or, you know what I mean? Studying something different. Like you should try to grow yourself every day in some aspect. You know what I mean? No matter what it is. Cause like I said, if you're not growing, you're dying. hundred percent, a hundred percent. So are there any uh specific like inflection points that you can think back to over the years that you can kind of like point to as like, this was a key driver in that development? Hmm. I think I will have to say, I don't think I can pinpoint one certain point because I'm not a type of person that one thing can happen and it's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? For me, it's, it's, it has to be always like a series, a series of things, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or a series of changes around me, you know what I mean? So I will say just going through the journey of going from um, a collector, you know what I mean, to a hobbyist. You know what I mean to developing a business, you know what I mean. So I think all those different aspects and different changes, you know what I mean, was a point for me through my journey. You know what I mean. So I can't just say one thing. I think it was like a series of things. I think everything's gotcha. cool science, you know. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right. So I got some random questions for you too. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Um, if I can live anywhere in the world, I won't say live, I'll say visit. 
because there's places I would like to visit that I've never been before. I don't know where I want to live, but I would love to visit Africa. Okay, what part? Um, Ghana. Okay. Um, I would love to visit Egypt. You know what I mean? Um, because you know I love to I would love to visit those places, but I can, I don't, don't want to say live because I never experienced it. You know what I mean? Why do you want to visit them? Because I, I always want to visit the homeland. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. point blank. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't want to see their homeland, roots, where everything started? So, to me, that's very important. 100%. 100%. All right. And so, if you won $10 million tomorrow, mm-hmm. how would you use it? $10 million tomorrow, how would I use it? Um, You know, when I was younger, my mother used to always say, you know, she wanted to open up, like, a soup kitchen and feed the less fortunate people. You know what I mean? So I would definitely do that. You know what I mean? I will open up, you know, she always called it soup kitchens. You know, she's old school. You know what I mean? But I think I will open up facilities where, you know, less fortunate people, you know, can eat and have a meal and stuff like that. Because that's something my mother always said. Um, so that's one thing I would do. Um, the next thing I would do, I will build community centers. You know what I mean? You know, in, in, in neighborhoods for kids. You know what I mean? These days, kids don't understand basic things like, you know, um, credit, you know, business aspect you know just certain trades you know so i would want community center for kids just to learn things you know i mean everybody's on their phone everybody's on TikTok. you know i mean like get out learn something do something you know i mean you know learn learn about llc's you know i mean learn about building credit you know i mean learn about being an entrepreneur and there's nothing to teach our children that you know i mean because they don't learn that in school nah not at all you know not at all so i would do things like that you know i mean because I don't know. With me, I like to help others, and I get pleasure and joy out of helping others. So honestly, the, the ten million, you know, the first thing I'll do is like I will always do for others first. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna blow ten million, so and I'm not going nowhere. So I would do for others first. You know? That's what's up. That's dope, bro. Respect mm-hmm. for sure. And so, if you could have dinner with any three people, uh, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Hmm. Any three people that are alive. Um, I would have dinner with uh, my two brothers that passed away. You know, I mean, if I had the opportunity, I would definitely sit down and have a conversation with, with uh, two of my older brothers that passed away. Um, that's number one. Um, I think number two, I would, I would like to go back in time and have dinner with my younger self. Oh, you know no. what I mean? Just, just to let him know, like, yo, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you're on the right path. You know what I mean? Don't get swayed. You know what I mean? Don't feel that you're doing the wrong thing. You're going to be good. You know what I mean? Just continue being you, doing you, and keeping your standards. You know what I mean? So I would, I would love to talk to my younger self. And a third person? Um... Definitely, I would like to talk to one of my ancestors from the past. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about from way past, like great, 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 either grandmother or grandfather. You know what I mean? And to sit down and have a conversation with them and, you know, to soak up that wisdom. You know what I mean? And to show them, you know, how far we have came, you know, and their legacy, their spirit, their genetics, and everything living on within me. So I think that would be the third conversation. 
That's dope, bro. That was some of the dopest responses like I've had on the show. Like, no lie, bro. Uh, Brian said every time he thinks he's got an answer for the question, he always want to change his answer. So, bro, you got you to bring your A game next week, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Shout out to the homie, though. But, yeah, that's dope, man. Like, nobody's ever said my younger self that I recall. Like, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That was dope right off the gap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Round of applause for sure. Appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. Bro. That's dope, man. So before we get out of here, is there anything else that you want to uh, tell the folks, uh, have them keep an eye out for, anything like that? Um. Oh, yeah. Well, keep an eye out because I'm building a website right now. Oh, you know nice. I mean? Yeah. Because um, first I was going to do a, a, a merch shop. Everybody always asks me for my T-shirts. I get people DM me, hey, you know, where can I buy a T-shirt? And there'd be people that's not even in the rest reptile community ask me, like, where can I get that shirt from? So oh, that's what's up. So it started out as a merch shop. And I said, like, you know what? Let me just do a, a full-fledged uh website. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm working on that. So you know, be on the lookout for that. That should be done in like in another two weeks or so. Nice. Know? And um, just look out for any projects I put out. It's coming. I got I got some I got some heat coming. Yeah, I got, yeah. I believe I you. I believe you. You know I'm gonna be peeping that ultramail stuff. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you already know you already know man and i i know we was talking about i think we was talking about tampa before the show but yeah it's a slight chance like maybe five percent chance that i'll make it but if i do make it i'm definitely be looking for you so i definitely uh i'll shout oh, out i'm, if, I'm uh, definitely going to like, tampa show this weekend it, it's a two-day show right you're going both days uh, i'm probably just going saturday just gonna go saturday okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i want to go and support yeah. everybody that's vending and you know see all my friends and hook up with Terrence and hopefully I see Ray there and Emilio and everybody else. And I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah. I got to move some mountains to make it happen, but I will, I would love to get there and, and hang out and vibe. Yeah. And I know, like I said, I've never been to the Tampa show. And so you're I'm going actually, to I'm the Orlando forward. show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. Okay. And that's what the last weekend in July. If I'm correct. I have to go on the, um, the Repticon website, but I think so. Okay, okay, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Looking forward to it and definitely catching Daytona because I will definitely be there. I'm gonna be there Thursday. Can't wait for Daytona, man. That's my oh, favorite yeah. show. Daytona is the one. Yeah. Daytona is the one. For sure, man. But bro, I appreciate you coming out tonight, man. It's been a blast. I already knew it was, man. Appreciate you hey, dropping man, your wisdom, dropping the gems on everybody, man. Really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody in the chat too. Really appreciate the support. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat for showing up, man, and support and appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. So you know how we do. Thank y'all for coming out. Be blessed. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love.